Also, God damn it, between this and D&D, I hate the feds are going to be kicking in my door for Google searches any <laughs> fucking day now. <laughs> like, Nazi Germany currency, how much does a horse skeleton weigh? <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> cocaine prices and there are good movies and there are great movies but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema we are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question would you watch it again i'm jay and i'm joined by dave howdy casey call me the repo man and juice call me the splits Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Juice, what's this month's theme? Well, we just finished Game Over Month with Super Mario Brothers, which was a fucking excursion if you ask me. And this month, we get into one of the sexiest, hottest months of the year, Cinemites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Dammeware, where we get to Woo! celebrate all things Jean-Claude Van Damme. Casey, Casey, we get to be in your corner this month. How's it feel? Oh, there's a lot of sharp edges, and you're going to love it. <laughs> What did you do for us this week? Well, I roundhouse kicked this month off with 1994's Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter. What a fucking gem. Love the game. Did we love the movie? (laughs) Parts of it. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, before we get ahead of ourselves, Casey, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. So here's your setup. You're on a cross-country road trip, been driving for about 14 hours. You need to get some rest. So you've pulled your car off on this pier. Uh, It's a beautiful view. You put the seat back. You're going to nod off for a little bit here. Unfortunately, you have just parked your car in the bonus stage of a Street Fighter tournament, uh, and it is about to get the absolute shit pummeled out of it by two grotesquely roided out men. So in the 10 seconds before you get the rudest awakening of your life, sell us on this movie. A group of ragtag fighters attack Fuhrer Gomez Adams for being Art Deco Nazi. Points for JCVD, extra credit for Famulan and Juana Man. Ten seconds. I'm I used every ghost. bit of that. Fear Gomez <laughs> Adams. That was yeah. an image I that mean, you just painted in my brain. Well, that's what his painting of himself looked like in the background of this film. <laughs> that my husband is demanding we get printed on velvet and hang in our house. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's first talk about the movie that shitty cinema watched. 1994 Street Fighter tries to pretend that it's not based on a game where two people trap the other in a corner with the same move over and over and over. Yeah, or just randomly button mash, either way. And yet, it's surprisingly accurate. Colonel Guile is the head of the Allied Nations forces, hunting down the war criminal and Dr. Robotnik impersonator, M. Bison. Guile is pissed off that Bison has taken hostages, which include Bison's dear friend, Charlie Blanca. Okay, was the character Guile pissed about Bison taking hostages, or was JCVD pissed that filming made him late to an appointment with his Coke dealer? Watch it, David. Uh, Tread lightly. Okay, 
Fine. Yeah. But I am not going to leave alone the parade of character introductions that Capcom forced <laughs> into this fucking movie. We've got Chun-Li, Balrog, and E. Honda showing up as a trio of secret assassins slash journalists. Ken and Ryu, or Ryu, depending mm-hmm. on whether or not the actor could pronounce it, get caught up with the weapons dealer Sagat and his right-hand man Vega. Cammy is a lieutenant in the Allied Nations, and DJ, Zangief, and Dalsim all show up working for Bison. Well, okay, to be fair, though, Dave, Dalsim doesn't want to. He's just forced by Bison to make the perfect super soldier out of Blanca. But, you know, for good! He's not even stretchy. (laughs) He's not. He's not. And he was like my favorite character to play in the game. So I was disappointed. But Bison just has modest goals, right? He's just going to take over some vaguely defined countries to build Bisonopolis for good. Why did you do the Hitler salute? Bison is closed fist. (laughs) Hitler is open. (laughs) No, that was the Bison salute. Know your little, know your waves. And of course, Bisonopolis does not look at all like the evil layer of a Bond villain. No, no. it's not. No, it's just an island fortress shaped like a fucking skull with Nazi <laughs> wings on everything. All right, Bison being a good guy is more believable than anything that Ken and Ryu do, though. Let me hold your hand while you step over that car, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to twist an ankle. Go on, Dave. Yes, Ken and Ryu getting caught and arrested with Sagat is dumb. And then Guile uses them to fake his own death just to get them in with Sagat, which is an even dumber fucking plan. But we had to get them into their Street Fighter costume somehow, so it might as well be his bad guy uniforms, I guess. Yeah, that's because the last third of this movie is just a series of we put this character in their video game outfit. Eh? Eh? Okay, well, some of us needed that because I did not know who T-Hawk was until he put a bandana on. Or a headband on. I'm sorry. Uh, No, either way, you're fair. To get where T-Hawk puts his headband on, Chun-Li and crew had to get caught and brought to Bison's base. Ihand and Balrog got all sent to a torture chamber. And Bison, he spent his time trying to romance up Hmm. (laughs) Chun-Li. No, but was that romance... Really? That hmm. if a red velvet bison hat with yeah. a matching smoking jacket is not romance, Dave, then I don't know what is. Did you not see the smoking jacket? Yeah, come on. And that fucking like vinay or whatever it is that he stepped behind in the let me change into something a little bit more comfortable feel. <laughs> the the French room separator, yeah. the room divider. Yeah. Now yeah, he's room pleasure bison. Yeah. He's not business bison right now. <laughs> It is always unchecked mental unhealth bison, though. <laughs> so There was a very strong implication that consent was not a part of M. Bison's vocabulary. Oh, no. no definitely not. Anyway, with the Chun-Li crew caught, Bison also exposes Ken and Ryu as spies, because duh. Fortunately, Guile planned an assault on Bison's stronghold, leading the AN forces with the Thunder and Paradise speedboat. Yeah, It's invisible. It's bulletproof. Uh-huh. It's loaded with remote control machine guns. And it's I love pretty it. great. I love it. Guile then flexes his way to Bison, showing off the temporary American flag tattoo that somebody just stenciled on his arm. Pretty sure it's still wet. (laughs) The tattoo is temporary, but those guns are forever, David. (laughs) I follow him in Insta, so why don't you stay in your own fucking life? I mean, the man still looks good, but those guns are absolutely not forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His arms are still fucking huge. Guile and his temporary tattoo then defeat Bison in Mortal Kombat. Uh, no, no, no. In a street fight. They in are street layer. fighters in a very different property. Yeah, a street fight inside Bison's base hidden underneath an ancient temple where most street fights happen. 
So, Isn't that, yeah, that's just a temple fight. I mean, I've had right? those before, but. It's just a basement squabble, really. <laughs> like, I've had a very similar fight in a drop ceiling basement before. The Midwest. You guys aren't special. I can already smell the musk. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So the Allied forces evacuate everyone, and Guile wins, escaping just before the priceless temple is blown to bits. Dalsim and Blanca run off. DJ and Sagat, they escape with uh, some money that they find out is just worthless bison bucks, and Zangief switches sides because... Because because he's dumb. God damn it, Casey. All I can think about is Guile and M. Bison wrestling over a folding card table. <laughs> a Always a folding card table. <laughs> oh, there's some like dog hair, but you don't see a dog. That's, that's always uncomfortable. That is always uncomfortable. I don't like that. Fighting over the drumstick. When you smell a dog, but you don't see a dog. Yeah, that's not good. Cammy was also just sort of there. Mostly so Street Fighter could end with 10 different characters all doing their win animation and a giant ass logo over everything. Uh, Yeah! I contend that DJ and Sagat have actual money. As long as they can stay alive for like five years, I feel like they could probably like sell those bison dollars on the internet because the internet exists. It's 95, right? So by 2000, of course, people are going to pay for memorabilia. People collect serial killer shit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that bison bucks are going to be like a collector's thing in the same way. I don't know. Maybe that's a that's a weird gamble on an investment. DJ said that he got paid a fucking boat ton of money from bison. So presumably he has a bank account with cash in it. And also he mentioned that he used to work for Microsoft. Yeah, he could probably still get his he could still get his job back at Microsoft. Right, he could probably just go back and work for Microsoft. It's not like he's boned. But do you want to no. after being a bad dude henchman? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because Steve Ballmer's about to take over the company. So yeah, yeah, he's gonna be perfect. He's gonna fit right in. I love trying to picture Sagat on Antiques Roadshow <laughs> trying to sell bison money. But I'm actually I'm really glad that he was in this movie. Why? I just, I thought his character was lovable. He did he's lovable? He's just lovable. He's a gun this is stealer. He's so lovable. He's part of the giant parade of cast members. I didn't know, though, for sure they'd have, like, I just, I love him. He, he's great. His performance was pretty fun. And yeah. after watching him in this, I desperately want someone to make a movie based around Sagat's character. Like, it's basically just Lord of War, but for actual supervillains <laughs> rather than for despots. Okay, Vega is always standing really way too fucking close to Sagat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uncomfortably but- close. But no, no, then I noticed when I when I noticed that, like, so does Ken. Every time someone's standing next to him, they're standing unnaturally close, which then got me thinking, like, does he smell really good? I like now I want to smell them. I want to smell him. If I saw him at a con, I would I would try to smell him. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to touch you. I just I got to know. That would be a little weird. Like just going up to smell someone. So don't. Okay, so it'd probably be less weird if I like pretended I wanted to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, that would probably be a lot less weird. Okay, okay. I think, I think okay. listen, I just want you to imagine you're standing there and somebody comes up and just sniffs you or pretends to talk, you know, be interested in you and talk to you. Which one seems less creepy to you, Casey? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need an <laughs> autograph. I've got everything I need. Thank you. 
Ask them. I'll wait for them to be on the GQ Ask Me Anything show they have. Where it's really me. And your question is gonna be, can I can I come up to you and smell you? No, no just like, do you smell really good? <laughs> <laughs> can I see? No? Okay, I respect that. You also have Why to does everybody to stand so face. close to you, man? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Yeah. Did, actually, did Vega have his ponytail in this? Yeah, yeah. Do you think with him standing so close and him always being super dramatic, he ever like turned around really quick and just whipped Sagat with that thing? <laughs> he can do the Beyonce thing where he stops and his like ponytail just swings three times and envelops him like insane. I hope that's what happened all the time. Oh my God, Vega was beautiful. The guy they had playing yeah. him, yeah. Jay something yeah. or other, I'd, beautiful. Mwah. He must be a really good martial artist because with the ponytail like that and those Wolverine claws he's waving around, it's amazing he hasn't cut that bitch off at any point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm not gonna say is cut. It just it won't cut the hair. It'll get stuck in it. From experience, <laughs> it's just gonna get stuck in it. Gonna You're gonna pulling. get murdered by your opponent unless you take that glove off right now. I don't. I I always worry about it later. Vega was one of those characters in the video games that I really liked how he looked, mostly because he reminded me of like a ninja Wolverine. Um, yeah. But I didn't really like how he played, so I didn't really play him a whole lot. I think that though this guy looked really recreated the character. It looked spot on. He looked like a human Vega yeah. doll. He <laughs> was perfect. He was absolutely perfect. Looked being the operative word because he only has twelve words of dialogue in the entire movie. <laughs> And nine of them are dubbed. So (laughs) one of them is go, go, go and die are the only things he actually says on screen that you can see his mouth move. Why? There was kind of a running theme in this movie of them hiring people for English speaking roles that could not speak English. The, the guy oh. that they originally wanted to play, Ryu, just spoke no English. Yeah. They gave him a new character named Captain Sawada, which is just his name because <laughs> it was one of the few words he could pronounce the way they needed it to. So he just said his own name. The guy who played Vega barely spoke English at the time. Uh, nobody could say Ryu's name correctly. All of the English speakers kept calling him Ryu. Specifically, Ken. JCVD gets it right once, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I hurt someone because I was like, oh, oh they did the thing. Ryu. Yeah. Yeah, the whole casting was just a comedy of errors. But yet it did better than fucking Mortal Kombat. They didn't fuck up casting Jean-Claude Van Damme because right, they knew what they were he doing. Was, uh, he was perfect for this. Uh, I, okay, let's let's have that conversation. As perfect as he could be. I don't know. I don't know that I agree with you. I think this is one of JCVD's what? worst performances. Yeah. All right. Ah. Hold on, Jay. We gotta yeah. go to Casey's corner. All right. And I, I want to be clear, right? I'm not like saying like I, I hate it. I love JCVD, but this is one of his worst performances because while there's moments where he shines, most of it is him being a wooden block, reacting, or just it's it's really like when he's coked out and angry inappropriately in the beginning of the movie. That's good. When he's fighting, he does decently well. Although, and not to JCVD's problem, they don't give him enough opportunities to shine. Why didn't we have yeah. any splits? 
I don't think it was a problem with JCVD. I definitely think it was a problem with the fact that the people who put him in there, there was just too many people that they needed to like showcase. Yeah. So we only got him doing the fucking split spin kicks once. Like he did it like pop, pop, pop. That was it. Well, I mean, at least he didn't spam his move, so bless him. Well, he didn't. Well, that's yeah, right. no, he, he did. did. Actually, he does. He did spice yeah. it in he the does. corner and spamming but, a move. But listen. <laughs> what? Can we give credit where credit's yes. due? You have a Belgian actor that is perfectly capturing what it is to act like an American abroad. What is it to act like an American I abroad? don't. No, I Absolutely. dispute that entirely. Man. Sell us. Oh, what? Sell us on this plot, Casey. <sighs> His portrayal of Americans getting in everybody's shit. <laughs> Refusing to like okay. take orders, even if it is from their direct supervisor. Okay. All that shit applies to everyone else but yeah. me. Um, and then I don't know, crashing a fucking tank into a building <laughs> to arrest like, you know, sixty people. Well, not including like ten that you murdered when you crashed through the fucking wall. But like, these are citizens. These are mostly <laughs> citizens. That's but not an you American do you, thing. Buddy. That's a Steven Seagal thing. <laughs> Who is American? Oh yeah, no. Not all of us go into other countries busting down walls, but when somebody goes to another country and starts busting down walls, it's definitely a fucking American. Right. It's, that's the first wall was American. I, first, me. I did it. Oh, they probably did yell. And then first. we peace the fuck out. Then we leave. We do it first, and then we leave and go like, look at those fucking assholes. I think it's right on the nose that JCVD is first and foremost an action star and there just wasn't enough room for him to do action because Capcom wanted 18 other fucking Street Fighter characters in this, <laughs> right. including goddamn T-Hawk for some reason. Who was clamoring for T-Hawk? I, I like T-Hawk. He'll no, buy you, you Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. The character in the movie sucks. You're pandering. He doesn't do anything. Either Nobody way. liked T-Hawk. Either way, I've got two specific issues with JCVD's casting in this movie. Okay. Number one, he... By taking this, he had to turn down playing Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm with you. Which is already just a parody of JCVD. So we could have had JCVD playing a parody of JCVD. And goddamn the world for not giving right. me that until whenever he made JCVD, like another 20 <laughs> years later. Number two, he's an action star, not an emoting star. And JCVD's wooden acting directly against Raul Julia's scene chewing <laughs> just completely <laughs> eclipses it and throws a sharp mirror on the man. Yeah. Okay. JCVD is an action star and he didn't super have his acting chops yet. Unlike fucking Raul Julia, this is the last film he has ever made. He's hit, spent his whole life acting. JCVD is new at acting. It's not fair to compare apples to bananas here. He's over a decade. Bananas at this point. doing the splits in a speedo over Tokyo. I don't know. I don't know. Raul Julia did not ooze sex in this movie like JCVD. That's fair. That's fair because he looks... Aside, okay, I got to get over the, the bad dye blonde job that it looks, makes oh him look God, like a strawberry blonde. Oh my God, their stylist should have been slapped. It's, it's awful, but it, it, he it is It was roughly the cut. same shade as the Timberlake Robin hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, 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 not at all. There's way more red in this. Depending on the Timberlake Robin hair was oh, pure true. yellow, <laughs> like chicken ramen. And, and his biceps are fucking... Cut is shit. When we do get the the flex on bison shot, oh my JCVD's God. arms are monsters. Those are pythons. Oh, Burmese. 
him and Vegas. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh my good lord, I I want to die in those. Vegas back is I uncomfortable. Died. I feel like he could just like pick me up by squeezing his shoulders together and then crush me like like a child. I mean, he he, he could do it a lot easier than that, but yes, he probably could. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Just one, just one way to skin a cat, you know. <laughs> I'm also gonna argue that JCVD has some of the best lines in this movie. There was, yeah, there were some very okay, pointed he, puns. He in has it. some good ones. He made two like Repo Men lines in the the last one, being my favorite of something along the lines of the Repo Man is here and your ass is six months overdue. Oh, all right, so that's I'm the Repo Man. Oh, yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, he gives some good action movie one-liners. Absolutely, yes, I that's agree. perfect. He's Jean Claude Van Damme. He is one of the like triumvirate of action movie one-liners. You know, I also really love that Jean-Claude Van Damme flashes his million megawatt smile after he throws a knife in a dude's back, killing him. (laughs) Like, it was the most inappropriate but also amazing shot of just like, thunk, 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 uh, and then just like, fresh goes better than toast freshness. It was very blood sport. It was very on brand. He has a beautiful smile. Every JCVD movie needs an inappropriate Mentos moment somewhere in it. And we get a good one here when he throws the knife. I agree. It was beautiful. They just had this close up on his face where he's like, okay. It is a JCVD Mentos moment. Oh, my God. And they are a thing in their movies. That's brilliant, Dave. All of them. Oh, yeah. All of them. Bloodsport is fucking filled with Oh, yeah. Bloodsport has the classic. Literally a full-on Mentos commercial. (laughs) Right. There's actually a couple. Yeah. There's uh, the sad Mentos commercial (laughs) when he's been dumped on the bus and he keeps uh, seeing Chong Lee. But then there's also the happy frolicking through the city running from the FBI. What's the one where he's uh, he's in the, the French Foreign Legion? Lionheart. Lionheart. There's a full-on Mentos yeah. commercial yeah. in Lionheart. Wow. Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. Dave. Yeah. You're really bringing it deep s- on Van Damuary this year. It's just the JCVD sales pitch in that he looks good. He's, he's a combination of like Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise. Like he looks good fighting. He looks good running away from things. And then he turns to camera and smiles. <laughs> and it, it turns out that's he how you really make an inappropriate Mentos perfect. commercial, too. <laughs> Oh, I want to see him make himself a pinstripe suit on accident by sitting on a wet bench and him just rolling with it. I love that one. Yes, it's called Hobo Couture. Ever heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) I also want to know, like, what was the bang situation on the set? What was the banging situation on uh, set? Well, uh, part of the problem uh, is yeah, that yeah. JCVD had an affair with Kylie Minogue. Yeah, while oh, they were Just making this Ma- movie. Kylie Minogue? That's the only confirmed one. Well, I was going to say, no, with that much cocaine, you know that all the girls are coming to him. Actually, everybody else said Kylie Minogue was great to work yeah. with. Yeah. Kylie Minogue was great to work with. Raul Julia was great to work with. JCVD was a nightmare. <laughs> Everyone hated working with him on this. <laughs> That was also another part of the comedy of errors that was the production of this movie is while they were filming in Thailand there. Uh, well, there was a coup going on and oh, great. all the roads were shut down. So they had to get around via speedboat and everybody showed up to the set smoke soaking wet every day. 
Ew. Hate that. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. That seems like a lot of fun to me. Uh, Take a speedboat to work every day. <laughs> and be soaking oh, yeah. wet? No, no, that is well, you, that does not sound fun. You kind of do when you when you go. You just got to make sure, like, bring a fucking bathing suit and pack your shit in a bag. Smell like river water all day. I And starting the day trying to pack a coked out JCVD into a speedboat to get to set. <laughs> I will drive. Whatever poor production assistant was responsible for that process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I haven't experienced cocaine, but I know what it's like for other people to have to deal with super drunk Casey and getting her on moving vehicles. So I can only imagine it's got to be within the realm of that. Right. Presumably he was pretty drunk as well. So like, I'll fucking ditch. I will ditch in a heartbeat. <laughs> No, fuck this. I'm out of here. Bye. Oh, yeah. And somebody got arrested. Oh, yeah. One of the actors got arrested for possession of steroids when they were flying to Australia for oh, some yeah, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Ken? They didn't they say. They did not specify. I bet it was Ken. Yeah. They just uh, said I kept actor. thinking that Ken was played by Dave Coulier because he looks like <laughs> a roidy Dave Coulier, which I never want to see. Would that have been you better? Said that, you said that so no. many times. I started picturing Ken with like a Ryu puppet in all of his scenes. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew! Gross. Now somebody remake the Street Fighter movie. You made it with worse. Dave Coulier as Ken and a Ryu puppet alongside him. And it's Ken and Ryu. I I do. It's just what? No. Okay, let's let's give credit where credit's due and talk about someone who is impressive. Butterfinger from Hudson Hawk, a.k.a. Zangie. Oh, man. He was uh, the perfect himbo. He does play the perfect himbo. I will give you that. He's, he, he is, is so dumb. But, like, adorably so. One of the most quotable characters in the film, which is fucking saying <laughs> something when you're going up against Raul Julia. What's your favorite quote, Yeah. <sighs> Goddamn. For Zangief, it's hard to say an absolute favorite. I do love how much he has hook, line, and sinker bought all of the bison propaganda yeah. and just continuously f- refers to the allied nations as the enemies of peace and prosperity. <laughs> <laughs> it it really, it's it's... He read like something out of the Papers, Please video game, like full on Soviet propagandist. And it's wonderful. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed when Chung Lee was crashing the truck into the den of thieves with all their weapons. You see the truck quickly coming towards the tent and Zane Geef sees it on TV and goes, quick, change the channel. <laughs> God bless Aww. him. Yeah, that means like... I don't I think he almost understands object permanence like he's almost there. Right. He's like, like he, four. He's a villain but he's like an evil golden retriever. It's impossible <laughs> to be mad yeah. at That's him because he's on. just so sweet and dumb. I loved it at the end when Zangief is talking to DJ and he asks DJ why he does all of this stuff even though it's evil and Z- and DJ says, "Well, of course, it's for all the money." And runs away and then Zangief goes, "You got Paid? (laughs) (laughs) The the man's been volunteering to be an enforcer for a literal supervillain. Like, aww. I know you ate my chair, but you're just so proud of yourself for doing it that I can't stay mad. (laughs) Exactly. No, I can't blame Zangief because I would also want to be super loyal to Raul Julia. (laughs) Not specifically this character. Okay. But Raul Julia in general. Yeah. So you said earlier you don't like how the fuck did they get Raul Julia in this movie? 
because this was his gift to his children was doing this movie. I never even got a fucking Power Wheels. My parents are bums. <laughs> They're fucking bums. They've never even tried to be in an action movie for me. What the hell? Yeah. This, I, Raul Julia's performance bums. in this is unfortunately legendary for a lot of the sad reasons. This was his final performance that he made as a movie for his kid. Okay, but the, the performance itself is actually fucking fantastic. We can talk about how cartoonishly evil he is. I didn't know it was his last one until like a few years ago. Yeah, that's like, I didn't really know that sad. for like the first 15 years of watching it. Like it's good because he's good. Yeah, he he put in the work to a degree that is really unnecessary. He actually studied Benito Mussolini, Stalin and Hitler to come up with his performance of M. Bison. And it just kind of puts to shame everyone else in the movie. I, I, yeah. He really brings Bison to life, though. Like, I, he gets that megalomaniac. He talks about being a god seriously. He goes on these rants about how he's misunderstood. It's, it's really fucking perfect. For you, M. Bison gracing your village was the most important <laughs> day of your life. For me, it, it was Tuesday. Yeah, right. Classic. He nails yes. it. Fucking he nails classic. It. And that's after Chumley gives a sad story about how he killed fucking her dad. He's like, I don't yeah. remember that you shit. Know, her it's dad, Tuesday. a bunch of farmers battered him yeah. back, and then he took his. He killed her dad at a thousand paces, and he's like. Sure, I don't know. Nah. Batch, I wasn't there. I, I think my favorite is when he discovers that Ken and Ryu are spies, and Sagat's like, oh my god, that's I'm such a surprise to me. And then fucking Raul Julia puts his hand over one of his eyes to mirror Sagat's yes. blind eye, and he's like, oh what, you didn't see that, did you? Yeah. And that was and fucking <laughs> ad-libbed by Raul Julia. Yeah, really leaned <laughs> into that scene. I think that was a real, uh, that was a real reaction yeah. too from Sagat. Because he was like, "Is this guy fucking serious right now?" It's so good. Yeah, he, I'm gonna say that was the most passionately delivered line from Raul Julia was making fun of Sagat's patch. It was like. Raul Julia, you were a good guy, right? Yeah, say yes. I really, we need one. I really think that was the moment when Raul Julia just lost himself in the role. And that was M. Bison standing there. And Sagat and all the other people were just confused. Like, oh, shit, wait, oh, no. did we just lose him? Oh, is he going Daniel Day-Lewis? Oh, shit. No. Jay wanted the painting in the background of Raul Julia on a horse as M. Bison. Yes. I wanted the John Wayne Gacy clown painting <laughs> M. Bison in the background in his, like, sex cave. Oh, sex and weapon cave. That was so creepy. It was so creepy, but so amazing at the same time. And, like, I gotta look on Etsy for that. Yeah. That's, I hope that exists on Etsy. If you're crafty, please make that exist and sell it on Etsy so I can buy it. <laughs> Okay, I could wax on forever about Jean-Claude Van Damme and his amazing temporary tattoos, but Jay, I need to know, you're running low on lives. Here's 25 beep, cents. Beep, beep, beep. Are you going to watch it again? Ooh. So I, I spent some time ragging on JCVD's performance in this, and, and I stand by that. It's not the greatest. I still love the man. But 
there are some brilliant moments. I mean, really, Raul Julia is amazing. I really enjoy Ming Nguyen. I can't say how much fun also a lot of the side actors have. Ryu's fantastic. Sagat's fantastic. I enjoy looking at Vega. That man's like, I don't know, just beautiful. Uh, so It's beautiful. Um, and it, it's weird because the plot doesn't really stick together. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But every time I watch it, and I've watched it so many times, I just have fun. And it drags on a little bit, but I don't care. Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't in it as much as I'd like, but I don't care. I have fun. So yeah, this this is not the last time I've watched it. I'm gonna watch Street Fighter again, of course. Juice, the question is for you. 1994 Street Fighter, would you watch it again? You know, Jay, I have similar sentiments. Like, this was a very fun movie. Brought to JCVD month for Jean-Claude Van Damme. Wasn't a lot of him, but what we got was good. We got a lot of other fucking camp, though. There was so much camp in this movie. It was a lot of fun to get through. They shoehorned some things, whatever. You gotta do it when you got that many characters. But they paid homage and coming out of Game Over month, seeing how they pulled a fucking plot for fuck all Battleship and then what they did to Super <laughs> Mario. I gotta say, they stayed a little bit more true here. So, yeah, I'm gonna sit down and watch it again. It's a lot of fun. I, you know, there's a lot of JCVD catalog. I can't tell when I might, but definitely I'll have to give it a sit down again. All right. So, Dave, how about you? Jean-Claude Van Damme in Street Fighter. Are you gonna watch it again? God, this is such a bad movie. Like it's just it's really <laughs> bad. And every time I watch it, I learn a new way that it was bad at being a movie. For example, this time I learned that they were halfway through production before the fight choreographer even knew that every character was supposed to have a completely distinct fighting style. And that's a problem <laughs> because he doesn't know how to do all these different styles. <laughs> There was no Google back then. That's fucking And, like, that's kind of an important part of the whole, like, Street Fighter is like UFC 1. Like, it's just about taking a sumo guy and putting him up against a little, like, Thai kickboxer and seeing who dies. (laughs) 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 Like, the only rule is no nunchucks. And it's just, it's a bad movie across the board. But you're right, it's a fucking fun movie at the same time. And JCVD's performance is not the best, but it is still fun. And Raul Julia's performance alone is worth coming back to. So yeah, I'm absolutely going to watch Street Fighter again, and I'm going to have fun for like the fucking 35th time. (laughs) I've seen this movie way too many times. Casey, this was your choice for this month, so it's up to you to give us the final verdict. Would you watch it again? This film is a mess. It feels like a child's fever dream of bashing toys together while fake explosions happen in the background. And you know what? I'm the kid bashing them together. Frick yeah, I'd watch it again. Frick yeah. Absolutely. I love this film. I love everybody in it. Zangief is just the perfect himbo. You have Joanna Mann for a couple zingers here and there. I just, yes, it's perfect. I love it. Point of fact, you said fake explosions in the background. Not only were those explosions real, they were dramatically larger than they were supposed to be. They accidentally blew up a quarter million dollar set they weren't supposed to. Yeah, that's why that explosion at the end is so big. It's because they fucked up. That explosion at the end is literally four times larger than it was supposed to be. Oh, no, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Got to keep it in, though. I mean, you get the shot, right? Comedy of errors. Yeah, 
cherry on top, ladies and gentlemen. That brings us to our verdict. And of course, I think we're going to see a trend here during JCVD month. Four out of four of us are going to sit down and watch this. Any chance yeah, we to are. get to see that man in action. So, Jay, you're going to continue on our Van Damme experience. What are you doing for us next week? I went deep into the back end of the Van Damme Express. Because Ew, no. I really want to make sure that Casey has a lovely time this Valentine's Day. Ooh. We're going to watch okay. Hard Target. Oh. oh. That is yes. like the first time I was ever sexually attracted to a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he's bridging he's bordering bridges and bridging borders and just man it's so wet through the whole movie oh my god I'm so excited I just thought about the scene where he beats up those guys outside of the restaurant mm. okay see we're gonna have to get to your corner next week okay the whole month's my corner juice I live in a ball it's a fucking spear Ugh. Well, we'll have to just put on our straight jacket, pop a zanny, and wait till next week. So in the meantime, Cinemites, for any and all updates, episode links, etc., we're on Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. I, me, holler. Casey's on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. And if you want to help us out in a bigger way, swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights, turn on the cameras, and bust a tank through the wall of this bitch. Oh, <laughs>